The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of PR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. Today we're going to talk about networking. Networking has always been one of the basic keys to business success historically. Managing directors Davis Blaine and Gordon Gregory have watched their networking group grow significantly since 1988, and this community is called Provisors, formerly PNG, Professional Networking Group, and it's a community of professionals who serve their clients as trusted advisors and um, share business contacts and get to know each other well and make business go, particularly in a soft economy. I want to welcome you both, and I want to just say that Davis Blaine is the chairman of the Mentor Group, and Gordon Gregory is the chairman of the Mosaic, of Mosaic Capital. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning to both of you. And um, I mentioned provisors in the introduction, but I'm going to ask the simple question first. What is provisors? Well, I would say it's a, um, a community of professionals who are intent on building relationships and providing the best quality service to their clients as a result or partly as a result of having those great relationships where they can collaborate with other professionals. And, and, to, and to add to that... Uh, these professionals come from a variety of disciplines, including law, accounting, banking, insurance, financial services, consulting, investment banking, uh, essentially all the different services that uh, are critical uh, to meet the needs of middle market companies and their owners. Uh, also, our members uh, are partners and uh, professionals in local and global firms. Uh, so the footprint uh, extended to uh, fellow members and to clients uh, extends across the globe. Well, it's a it's a local a regional community that um, has global access to help everybody work locally. Is that That's correct? A good description. Yeah. Okay. Um, we mentioned a little bit who the members are by um, professional category. But let's define what makes members special who are provisors members. We'll talk in a minute about provisor standards, but I wanted you each to define what a trusted advisor is. Well, I would say, Cindy, that a trusted advisor is a person that a company executive or an individual would 
go to and rely on for any number of specific needs. Uh, for example, um, if a trusted advisor is the corporate attorney, but the client might go to the corporate attorney asking for other types of professionals, but he would go to the corporate attorney expecting and hoping that that individual could, could hook him up with the right people to solve a specific problem. Right. Uh, Gordon, do you want to add to that? or? Sure. I'd be happy to. Uh, I, I totally agree with Davis. It's really the, it's the nature of the relationship. Uh, business owners, uh, executives, etc., cetera, uh, tend to keep a very small circle. And if they're fortunate, within that circle is someone whom they trust, not only for the routine matters they would go to that person for, but, you know, I need to get to this or that or the next. And uh, they trusted this person, this trusted advisor, uh, would understand the need, would have somebody who's very accountable, thoroughly vetted, uh, that they can extend and make the introduction. It could be a wealth manager, it could be an accountant, it could be a niche type of consultant, maybe someone uh, who's uh, an outstanding person in PR. Uh, it could be uh, an expert in environmental matters. It could be a family attorney, someone's getting divorced. Uh, it's a wide variety of needs because the businesses have needs and individuals have needs, uh, but who they trust uh, is typically very, very few. And if they're fortunate, the person they trust has a quality circle like provisors. Yeah, no, and I think that's true. And until a person actually joins provisors, I don't think that they realize how many different specialties in law there really are in this world. <laughs> yeah, just taking law alone, you're right. It's, you know, it's uh, interesting. One of the chapters years ago, and this chapter had either 12 or 14 lawyers, and from the outside, they all looked like lawyers. Uh, but they made a joint presentation to the members of the group where they sliced and diced what they do, who they do it for, how they do it, and everybody's eyes opened up. Gee, I had no idea there were so many different things uh, that, that uh, one could look for uh, or that uh, could be provided. And it's not one size fits all. Uh, every one of the attorneys that was on that panel, and there were 12, uh, was really different different in what they did, who they did it for, the size of company they represented, uh, etc. So uh, it's, it's quite diverse. Uh, yeah, and in, fact, the, in fact, Cindy, one of the things that our members often tell us uh, is they're astounded by the number of diverse professionals within provisors and, and sometimes um, professional services that they had no idea even existed. And that's a big component of what I think we provide as a networking resource organization is access to almost any different type of professional for almost any need. Totally it's true. Interesting. Totally it's, true. Uh, at Go a recent ahead, meeting, I'm sorry, at a recent meeting, uh, there was a testimonial uh, relating to the sale of a family-owned business. And uh, one of the senior attorneys in the group was the counsel for the business uh, and handled the, the corporate work. Uh, but there was, was some specialty securities work that needed to be done. 
and he brought a different member of the group in to provide securities counsel for that transaction. And then there were some issues relating to the parents who had uh, sold and gifted part of the business to uh, their children who were running the business, and the parents still had an interest. Uh, and that w they were represented by a different um, uh, attorney that was in the group, but they worked together. They worked together not as enemies, but uh, uh, worked together as collaborators uh, to produce uh, the best result for the business and its owners. Right, and collaboration is obviously an it's one of the um, it's one of the things that Provisors really encourages and wants to encourage more. And we'll talk a little bit more about collaboration in at the end of this segment or the next segment. And I know that Davis has some good examples. But let's talk about Provisor standards. A lot of people hear of networking groups. And out of all of the networking groups that I've ever seen in my business lifetime, um, the, the standards and provisors seem to be much more strict, and I think that's a good thing. Um, you know, if you can't live up to provisor standards, it usually doesn't work. Um, you have to you have to be proactive in being a member in good standing and work hard to do it. So let's talk about what you look for even before a person can apply to become a member. Who wouldn't get in? Go ahead, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> well, our focus is, uh, is um, uh, inviting um, professionals with whom we already do business, people we uh, know that they're competent, uh, we know that they have integrity, that they're accountable, uh, that uh, they care about what happens to their clients. Um, and that they're really uh, a value-added uh, team member. Uh, we have a code of ethics, and maybe this gets to the root of things. We're not a network, we're a community. And so we have community standards. And uh, we've taken the time to produce uh, a code of ethics, and it covers uh, a handful of things. It covers integrity. Uh, and I'm just looking at our code of ethics, which means that they, members behave in a legal and ethical manner based on honesty, truthfulness, and fairness. And a violation of that, and they're out of the, out of the community. But the community is over 1,500 members, and they would know if someone was behaving or misbehaving, and it serves as a protection. This next standard is performance. Not only uh, is the member properly licensed, uh, but they have the technical skills and proven professional ability to deliver exceptional levels of service uh, to the business community. So we're, we're not looking for underperformers. We're looking for superperformers. Yeah, and Cindy, it's really by invitation only. And part of that is there's a, there's a specific vetting process at the beginning that people have to really know somebody or some bodies pretty well within provisors to even get invited to guest at a meeting in anticipation of them becoming a member. 
So, and then there's a, and there's another vetting process where once somebody may be invited to join a group and guests to see whether they like it or not, they have to sit down with the executive committee, and the executive committee might think that they don't have the, um, they don't they don't have the experience or the ability to refer business to others. Absolutely correct, right. So, you know, it's, uh, the vetting process is tough, so don't think that you could just pick up the phone now and say, hi, I want to be a member. You have to have what it takes. But that's what really makes the organization quality organization for all of these years. And so when we take a look at the, at the final element of vetting, uh, does that prospective member serve in a trusted advisor capacity with their clients? Or are they a vendor? Um, and that's a, and it's a huge difference. Are they in a in a position of trust uh, where they really make a difference and they become a key part of a team and bring other key parts of the team to the table uh, to make a difference? All right, they're partners, not they're not partners, not they're partners and not salesmen. Right. You know, and um, and I think that really works. And you've we, we're going to come to the end of this segment momentarily, um, and we have a lot more to talk about in the coming segments. But that's when you know you're in a quality group. Anybody that has the privilege of being accepted to provisors knows that they have a pool of really competent people around them in so many different industries. And like you both mentioned before, industries that most people don't even know exists, and they go to a generalist, and that generalist usually, you know, knows all the subcategories. But in provisors, you really have them all directly, and that gives a provisors member a lot of power in the business community if they use their resources correctly. We're going to take a short commercial break. Um, Davis and Gordon, we will be right back. Stand by, and we're going to talk a little bit more about providers. We're going to talk about the art of collaboration and um, a lot of more neat things that providers manages to do for its members. So stand by. Don't go away. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. 
Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. Here I am, and we are back with Gordon Gregory, who is the chairman of Mosaic Capital, and Davis Blaine, who is the chairman of the Mentor Group, and they happen to be the founders and MDs of Provisors, a fabulous organization that's a little tough to get into, but once you're in, you win. Hey, you like that? That just came I out like of my that. mouth, guys. <laughs> Marvelous. <laughs> what can I say? It's all those years of advertising. But um, we were talking about standards, and we were talking about um, the fact that not everybody can get in and that there's a pretty um, heavy vetting process before someone can have the pleasure of being a member. I wanted to go back historically a little bit and talk about how provisors got started and then we could go into things like code of ethics and how provisors is different than any other professional networking group. So let's talk about the history. How did this come about? This was about 20 years ago, right? Yeah, I, I, about 20 years ago, Gordon and I connected and had actually met for the first time and um, realized that there were other organizations, but they were loose affiliations of people. And there were uh, things such as Association for Corporate Growth and LAVA, which are good organizations, but they really didn't capture what we wanted, which was to get people connected as fast as possible and so starting in you know the late 80s early 90s uh, we started putting the people together in individual groups and having them talk to each other and that was one way to showcase their communication skills and their professional skills and it just built from there so in the uh, in the initial group it was quite small. I think there were uh, eight, eight folks sitting around the table. Uh, there were two big four accountants, both managing partners of their respective offices, a senior banker from one of the global banks, uh, Davis and I handling investment banking and valuation, um, a couple of transaction business attorneys. And the point of the meetings was to take care of the business that was on our plate. 
and that business might be to get something specifically done, someone's representing a buyer or a seller uh, looking for this or that, or they have clients that have needs that need to get connected to and didn't know where to go, but maybe somebody around the table knew the answer. And so the relationships forged uh, while people were transacting business, they already knew who each other was. They already knew each other was competent, trustworthy, professional, etc. Um, and we learned from that. We learned that uh, together we could be quite mighty and powerful uh, in delivering the highest value to our clients. And from that, we get number two, number three, number five, uh, number 60, quite a few chapters. Because it was very viral. It kept on, they told <laughs> yeah. two friends, and they told two friends, and it just kept on multiplying like rabbits. Well, just like that, only a little different. It was a lot of, <laughs> there was a lot of hard work to... Uh, a lot of hard work in the 90s. ...to get there, and a lot of learning. Uh, we would liken it to um, uh, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, because in the early days, uh, we had 10 chapters, and Davis ran five, and I ran five, and... Uh, I would go to all of his, and he would go to all of mine, and we would try something uh, on the first Tuesday, and then we would see how that played out for the group, and then we'd modify it for the first Wednesday meeting. And uh, by the time we got through the month, we had learned a lot about how to produce very impactful meetings. Uh, people learn a lot. They learn a lot about each other. Uh, they're able to uh, get business done or process issues or questions. Uh, relating to their own business or to client matters or to life matters, uh, all about a community uh, and communities that were very healthy. Yeah, uh, and I think, I think Cindy, we, we hit on a couple of basic principles early on. We stayed with those principles and we built off of those. And the first of which is kind of get out of yourself and look to other people and see how you can help them. So that sharing aspect, that paying it forward idea was a very early tenant of ours. And the second thing is we decided that a lot of um, groups or network groups had people who, who were always pitching each other. So we, our rule has always been don't sell to the other person. We want you to be able to describe who you are, what you do, how you provide quality to your clients, and hopefully best by client examples, but you're not allowed to sell to the other person. You really don't pitch them and ask them for business. You just present yourself. And it's a simple difference, but a lot of organizations are kind of set up on this, here I am, here's my business card, I want your business, and we, we really didn't want that at all. We wanted to build long-term relationships. And it works, and it works for so many because you have so many long-term members who get it and understand it, and the business keeps on going back and forth. You just go to one meeting, and you see, you know, the reciprocity and well, we keep, we keep the, team, the, the teammanship in the room, and particularly when you do get to know, like, and trust people, you know, a little provisor's motto, um, it just, it, it, it's contagious. And people feel really, really good if they're referring business out, but even better when they get the testimonial because the business, the business really worked out well for the person who received the business. And you watch it work, and it's really quite incredible. And there's, but there is a code of ethics, and we talked about the fact that you can't sell 
but there are other ethics as well. And we should talk about them a little bit. I think not not being salespeople, not doing the direct sell is a big part of the ethics, but name some other things that Provisors keeps in its code of ethics to keep the organization as excellent and desirable as it is. So uh, we mentioned integrity, performance. Um, we also have accountability, where members accept responsibility for their behavior, including responding promptly uh, to fellow members and uh, referred clients. We have confidentiality. Uh, a lot of things get discussed, and they are sensitive in nature, uh, whether it relates to um, uh, the business of, and personal matters of, of fellow members or it relates to clients. Uh, confidentiality is huge. And uh, our last ethic really relates to respect, treating one another respectfully, um, avoiding any action that would discredit fellow members or their clients. So it, it's, a tough, it's a tough standard, and um, every year uh, when members are up for renewal, uh, we take a look. We do two things. One, uh, we have them reread the Code of Ethics and sign, sign off that they recognize that they have these responsibilities. Uh, and second, uh, the executive committee and the group leader of each group has an opportunity to determine uh, whether a member is really contributing uh, responsibly uh, to the group, being, being valuable uh, to their fellow members, not just what they can get, uh, but being valuable. You know, being, and, and they can add value in a lot of different ways. Davis, you mind talking on that? Oh, God, please, continue. Well, um, and I was just going to add one other thing, too, and we have a, um, a non-solicitation policy we talked about not selling to each other, but we also don't allow people just to send out um, vast emails uh, pitching their services. Again, our whole idea is we want people to be comfortable, to be themselves, to be responsible, and part of that is the way that they present themselves, but it's not pitching other people for business, and it's a very, very, we think it's a very, very important distinction. About no, it is. It, it is indeed. Go ahead. You were going to add something more, Davis? No. <laughs> okay, well, no. Let, me just, let me just tee on that a little bit. So the, it's really a matter of members being valuable uh, to their fellow members. And so they're involved in different industries. Uh, they have knowledge that they can help uh, their fellow members be smarter, uh, be more current in what's developing uh, uh, in the marketplace. Uh, they all have a Rolodex that's enormous. Uh, tapping into that Rolodex to help one another out, uh, share advice, uh, whether it's technical or life, you know, all, all these different elements of a community that uh, forge very strong uh, relationships. Uh, and then when the business needs come up, that, that same strong relationship uh, moves into uh, uh, overdrive. Uh, and can be very efficient and extremely productive uh, for the client. I like to always say, and you know, this is part of my story, is that you run it very much as if it is um, a corporation or a Fortune 500 company. 
Um, you know, because as you both know, I came from the corporate world and made the transition to being an entrepreneur. And the comfort level for me is there's, you know, there are high standards and ethics and protocol when you're working in a large company. And you can't, you can't excel or ascend if you don't adhere to those standards and, and policies. And I find that Provisors creates that sort of environment so it keeps an entrepreneur on their toes. Is that an interesting anecdote? Yeah, I, I, actually I think that's a great way to put it, that we provide the environment uh, for people to excel. And the, the other thing that's a little hard to describe, but I think the people who understand it early on become the best members, and that is Provisors is very experiential. I mean, it's one thing for us to be talking on a radio show about all the provisions and the ethics, et cetera. But once you're inside and you truly understand that not only do you have great professionals that you can go to, you have great people, people with outstanding character and people who really care about other people. And that feeds on itself, and that's the experiential aspect that's, that's almost impossible you can talk about it, but you ha almost have to live it to understand it. I, and for I most, think that's for very most true. of these members, this is the first time they've ever been in a peer-level right. community mm. where they're with people that have high standards. They have people. They're with people who are like them, who have heart, who want to do the right thing, and want to do want to do the Excel right thing, and they've had no place ever in their in their existence. Uh, and it's not like a la tip or whatever where it's about touches. Uh, here it's about relationships, relationships like a dating service to meet the people that they want to be with that are like them, that are, are, are their people, their peers. Well, listen, we're going to have to take another commercial break. And in the next couple of segments, I save the C word, the collaboration word, because we are going to expound upon it. And I know that, um, Davis, you have some great collaboration examples to demonstrate to listeners how it all works. And um, if you just stand by, we'll be back in just a second after this commercial break. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn 
saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com Stop wasting time. Get what you want. Live your dream life. The Dream Big Revolution. Imagine having more freedom, better health, more money, happiness. Could your business be more successful? Unless you're living the life you want, you're wasting precious time. Your life is too valuable to waste. Let Leanne Hilgers help you find health, wealth, and happiness. Listen in and live your dream life. Join the Dream Big Revolution. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're in the second half of our Provisor shows with the managing directors, Davis Blaine and Gordon Gregory. And um, I wanted to backtrack a little bit and say that, Davis, you made a, you know, a very interesting and on-point comment that we could talk about um, definitions and standards um, in, a, in a question and answer kind of format, but you don't really know it until you live it. And I might add that my listeners should take a look at www.provisors.com, and they can now take a look at the electronic newsletter, which will really give a feel and bring to life some of the, some of the elements that both of the MDs were talking about with words and pictures and experiences. And, um, you know, and, you know, if, you do have the privilege of being invited to come to a group or being encouraged to join provisors because somebody in provisors thinks that you have the stuff that it takes. It's an honor, and um, you know it. It really, if you do it right, it can really increase your business. Um, I've seen some members, and I'm sure the two of you over the 20 years have seen members that have been distraught, but they're really in the minority and maybe even the vocal minority, and it's because they're not playing the game right. Everyone that I've seen in the last two years that did not stay with provisors was real. Any, when I experienced that or if I watched it, 
It was because they weren't pushing it forward. That was the number one thing that I saw. They would not have great attendance at monthly meetings. Um, if they went to a monthly meeting, they didn't talk very much. In fact, they were silent. They watched everyone around the room talking about each other and collaborations and testimonials and referrals. And, um, you know, they just didn't know how to get in the game. And I think that's why the vetting process is so important. You can't, you know, sometimes it's trial and error. You could seem like you have the stuff, but then after playing in the game for a while, you see that you're just not a great player. You know, and I'm sure that you've seen that some of the times. Hello? Cindy. Uh, one of the things that we uh, have the groups do is provide mentorship to the newer members because that first 12 months or first 18 months is really the most critical period for people understanding how to build their reputation within our community and really ingratiate themselves to other people. So that, that's a critical part of it, too. In addition to building a reputation, one would take for granted that everybody's a people person and they know how to how to have and contribute to relationships, but we don't think that's the case. Uh, for many, part of that mentorship is learning how to build relationships, how to connect, how to communicate. Uh, and as those relationships uh, start to build, then they, uh, they climb up uh, the chain from know, like, to trust. And once they trust each other, uh, they become part of each other's inner circle. They do business. They have fun. Uh, everything becomes possible. And part of the role of the group leader and, and also the executive committee within each of the uh, groups, which are, are separate but related because people can guest at other groups, so part of that role is to show by example uh, the members how they can connect with other people and provide even examples of how people through the testimonials have actually worked together to solve specific client issues, and it's those stories that uh, are told that really give people, I think, the best understanding of how they would fit in and how they connect with other people, and also how they can bring other people into their clients, which is a very, very important part of this whole uh, you know, circle of influence. Yeah, now you're getting to the C word, my favorite C word, which is collaborating. And um, we want to talk about explaining the provisor motto, collaborating for excellence, and, you know, just asking the question, what does collaboration mean? And then listening to some really great examples or anecdotes of collaborations that went well. Well, let me, let me just start off, and, and Gordon can supplement, um, because we both are involved in the, the sale of businesses. If, a, if a, uh, an owner of a business has never been through a sale, for example, it's a very, very unique experience. That owner may have already in place, let's say, a corporate attorney who handles contracts, liability issues, um, keeps the company adhering to federal and local laws, et cetera. But that corporate attorney may not have actually handled a sale of a business, which is a very different matter. So one of the things that Provisors provides is access to great attorneys who have been through mergers and acquisitions. 
sales of businesses. And that's just that's one element. And then the from there, as part of the whole due diligence of selling a business, there are a lot of other types of professionals who could and should be part of the team. And it usually is dependent upon whoever the quarterback might be, such as the investment banker or maybe the transactional attorney, to bring in and supplement the needs going through the due diligence process. For example, perhaps the the owner of the business has an accountant that he's been working with for you know 20 or 30 years, but that accountant has never gone through an actual transaction. Um, and looked at all the tax advantages or disadvantages of the specific form of the transaction. So it may be that they need to reach out to a very specific and very strong tax accountant as part of that team. So, And there are a lot of other players that could be added to the teams. I don't know, Gordon, you want to supplement that? <laughs> Certainly. You Not only do you have tax issues, you have... Uh, financial issues uh, when it comes to accounting. Uh, what's the true profit and loss of the business? Uh, are the um, financial statements presented uh, according to generally accepted accounting principles? And so sometimes the, the existing accountant uh, really is kind of the casual accountant, uh, but now we need more sophisticated uh, financial statements and more than that, when a buyer comes in, they're going to bring in uh, typically a very strong uh, regional or national accounting firm to do the due diligence. And uh, these will be experts looking to tear everything apart. And unless the accountant is highly experienced, uh, they're going to do a disservice uh, to their client, a disservice in terms of uh, the accuracy of the information and the credibility of the financial statements, and that will uh, reduce the valuation and may even cause uh, the potential buyer to leave. Uh, you have, uh, Davis was talking about risk issues. Uh, at the end of the day, when a transaction is documented, it's a contract, and it's all about not only a price, but the allocation of risk. And so the, the seller is going to be relying upon their insurance professional uh, to let them know what parts of those risks are covered by policies that they have, uh, maybe even policies that they don't have that they want to buy uh, because it's a meaningful risk. Uh, there may be other uh, issues that will come up. Maybe they uh, want to retire when the business is sold and they don't have a number two uh, who can transition to run the company uh, when the business is sold. Maybe they need to bring in a recruiter uh, to help them supplement their team so they can exit. Uh, maybe they don't know what they need financially in order to be financially independent, uh, and they need to work with an investment advisor to help them understand uh, what their consumption looks like uh, individually as a family. Um, so it ends up being a team sport. Uh, and often the issue is that there may be professionals, but no one wants to be quarterback, or no one's prepared to be quarterback. Uh, and so, so often, uh, you have a bunch of players, but they're not working as a team uh, to advance the interests of a client. So, um, 
we take that quite responsibly uh, as investment bankers. Davis takes that quite responsibly as investment bankers. And we're accustomed to being quarterbacks. Or if there's a strong quarterback, either the corporate counsel or the corporate accountants, if they're a great quarterback, then we're part of the team. Um, but we don't know who's going to be making the most important or immediate contribution, uh, but it's important within a team that those contributions keep coming, keep coming forward. And there's all kinds of teams. I mean, every project requires a different team. And the great thing about provisors is that you have professionals and well-vetted professionals that you could pull into this team and basically, you know, whether you call it a quarterback or you could even call it sort of the team leader, you have access to so many great people, and that's a part of provisors and um, the wealth that provisors can bring all around. We're at the end of this segment. I told you both that this show goes extraordinarily fast, and we have one more segment after this commercial break, and we'll wrap up and we'll summarize. And you've both been terrific guests. Stand by to hear more about provisors. We'll be back in a sec. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com Money. We love it, we hate it, and everything in between. You can be the master of your life and your own economics. Join Professor Laurie Lamantia each week for the program Making Peace with Money. Laurie will help you realize the power to create fulfillment in your life and shed new light on your money madness. You'll learn how to make peace with money and feel the joy and freedom renewed in your life. Making Peace with Money is broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards 
that she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back and we're in the last segment with the MDs of Providers, um, Gordon Gregory and Davis Blaine, and they've been sharing um, a lot of benefits of what Providers can give to members, particularly the ability to build teams and collaborate, bring in professionals that you need to make a specific client happy. And, you know, they've been working together in teams for quite a while. So it's if you want an A-team, Providers is a fairly good place where you have a great shot at finding the very, very, very best. And I wanted to talk a little bit just to give the listeners a little bit of the meat of what goes on day in, day out at Providers. Um, let's talk a little bit about the group meeting. And how many groups are there in Providers now? That's a good question. Okay. I think there's 62, 63. Yeah, that sounds about right, we've doing the math. Enough and that we've lost track. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's growing very, very quickly. Um, you know, what does, you know, what does everybody hope to accomplish at a monthly meeting? What are the objectives? Well, I think one of the objectives is for members to learn from and about one another. So they get a little sense of uh, how fellow members think, their values, uh, how they weigh in on a discussion to someone that uh, they might respect or want to know better. Uh, they want to see who's doing business with whom, uh, to see who is trusted. They want to hear what kinds of matters other members are collaborating on, to see what kinds of expertise um, is exists and what kind of expertise blends because it could be two or three or four members uh, working together where one might have the client knowledge another may have niche expertise and and all of a sudden you've got uh, you've got some magic going on so uh, members are there to learn uh, about things and to learn about each other yeah I think one of the the underlying things that sometimes people don't recognize about provisors and particularly what goes on at these meetings or even the meetings that are follow-up to the bigger meetings, Cindy, as you know, we try to put people together in threes. We call these troikas and we've learned from uh, the years that having a dynamic of three people uh, provides much greater and more in-depth conversation. But the, the, the concept that I was after here is the information the power of the information from the people, the members within provisors is absolutely astounding. There's almost nothing you can't learn or get at or become knowledgeable about. And what does that provide? That provides to you as a professional a phenomenal way to serve your clients. Because, again, and, and that gets you back into that trusted advisor role because the client looks at you as the person that they can go to not only for the people they need but the, the correct information to solve the immediate problems. All right. Yeah, and I think that's 
That's very true. I um, wanted to ask also um, about the how groups may be different in provisors. It's not a homogeneous <laughs> um, situation when a person visits group to group, and I think that's very beneficial. Um, and I bet I bet you both agree. Oh no, they're all different, and and uh, and yet. In, in a way, the, the basic format is similar. So what we are trying to accomplish, as Gordon was identifying, is one, we want to make sure that there's enough time allowed for public acknowledgments. We call those testimonials, where people tell short vignettes about who they've worked with and why they worked with them and maybe what some of the results were. And those are the ways that people understand not only who the other party is and what they do, but how they were brought together. Uh, so the testimonials is an important part of the meeting. Uh, oftentimes there's a discussion topic, maybe what's current in, in their industry, uh, information that's important and relevant to everybody else. That's that information sharing type of focus. And, and yet, so while there may be segments of the meeting guests, we allow people to guest at meetings, so they're allowed to introduce themselves also. Those are probably the three common elements of every group. But the thing that we hear all the time is, wow, I went to XYZ group, and while we, we followed the same kind of format, it was very, very different than any group I've been to. And then they will talk about you know how they viewed that group. And it really is the personality, not only of the group leader, but of the uh, membership in the group and how they respond to each other. I totally agree with Davis, but there are other groups within provisors um, that are niched. Uh, we learned over the years that, uh, for example, professionals serving the global community uh, have many special needs, but all the different professions and specialties uh, are showing up to serve that. So we have a global group and they're working with uh, international business, either coming into the United States or going out of the United States and doing business uh, in different parts of the world, uh, those members have a lot in common and can better resource and assist each other. Uh, we have an entertainment group, uh, again, made up of professionals from many different uh, 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 practice areas and professions, uh, but entertainment is a huge industry and so these members have in common that they primarily serve the entertainment sector. And similarly, we have a group uh, serving the technology sector and serving the transaction, merger acquisition and capital markets, uh, serving that, that world. So uh, it helps our members, it helps our members to um, uh, build close relationships, but to expand the resources, the go-tos, uh, that can help them get their clients' business taken care of. And in, 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 in like kind, they might be the solutions for others. So uh, that's a, a relatively recent departure for us. We've got uh, seven, seven or eight groups uh, that are focused that way, and we believe that will continue to expand uh, to help our members better serve the communities that they serve. And I think that's great. We are coming to the end of our show, so I wanted to give some practical information out. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody the website again so people can learn more about Provisors. 
Go ahead, jump in. Provisors.com. Yeah, that's it. God, not. And it, it's a contraction of professional advisors, and that's how we came up with the name, provisors.com. Yeah, no, and um, how does one join provisors, or how do they get to guest at a meeting? So they can go on the provisors website, and there is a prospective member questionnaire that they can fill out. And uh, once that's submitted and um, some screening goes on, uh, they will then be invited to uh, uh, visit uh, a couple of groups, either where they live or where they work, depending upon uh, their preference. Since we have groups uh, located throughout California, virtually in every important community. The other thing that they might do is reach out to somebody in the professional community, and, and there are a lot of Provisors members. As Gordon mentioned, we're over 1,500. I think we're actually approaching 1,600 members. But reach out and try to find and make a direct contact with a member of Provisors because it will provide a better access and a more direct access into the organization. And they would be lucky people to be able to join because they have to go through quite the process, but it is a quality group of people, and I know I really enjoy it. And I want to thank the both of you for taking the time, spending the hour to educate listeners and other publics about Provisors and what it is and how great of an organization it is. I want to really thank Gordon Gregory and Davis Blaine, um, the managing directors. They're really two good guys that make the organization as great as it is. And... Um, you guys have a great weekend. And again, thank you for taking the time to do the show. Thanks, Cindy. Thank, All right, thank you everybody, so much, Cindy. Take care. Bye-bye. Safe weekend. Bye. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. Bye, I'm an American. I'm